Hi, and welcome back to another episode of GG Podcast, hosted by Brittany Bonaparte and Gahondo X Perkins. How have you been since the last episode we recorded? Um, I've been kind of fantastic. My cat's been pissing me off, but that's about it. That's good for you. <laughs> no, it's good for you. No. Nah. <laughs> How about my, you? My whole time has been horrible. Oh. Just this coronavirus thing. Oh, I love wearing my mask. <laughs> me too. I love staying home and not seeing anyone because people are exhausting. I totally get that feeling. (laughs) So, um, I'm really excited to talk about this episode. We just um, gathered a ton of comments and stories from the Akwazasana Facebook Scary Stories page. And um, we're just waiting for you guys to send us more submissions and... We want to read that. So let's start with the stories. All right. So did you want to read yours first or shall we read mine? Um, how about I go first? Okay. Because I really like this story and I'm glad you showed it to me. Uh, Gahanawak's compiled all of these stories. There's like 30 pages worth of stories here that we have. Yeah, that's how much we had, but we selected uh, some of our favorites. And we'll just always have these stories, and I think we'll always tell them, like, just the stories that we find in that page, because it's a local page, and it just has everyone from it, so. It's a public page. Even people from Gahnawagi are on there, and we'd like to share their stories, too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, this one is from Maddie, and I kind of like it because of just its what she thinks she saw. And we haven't had an alien story yet, right? That's affirmative. So this is from Maddie. When my friend and I were about 16 or 17, we were really into alien conspiracies and were binge-watching ancient aliens. So they had devised so many ideas about aliens in our own culture's stories. Because what else can you do on the rise, right? LOL. (laughs) We both lived in sail along the water and both have talked about seeing orange orbs floating over the islands. They would levitate, drop, levitate again, then disappear. Jeez. So they've both seen this. Where are they going? um, One day we were walking to my house from hers and we noticed one one of these orbs across the river. So we got all excited in our conspiracies and flicked our lighters in the air. We're one of you. We love you aliens. We're not scared. Jokingly and just being dumb. Nothing happened. Our humor of the situation ended, so we continued walking. About 20 feet later, a huge purple fluorescent light kicks on above us, and it made a faint buzzing noise. It was huge and lit up at least a mile radius all around. We a stopped. mile's pretty big. Like, I don't, I'm, that's, like, how do they know? <laughs> how do they know it was a mile? Honestly, like, I bet, like, when you're looking up into the sky, you really don't have uh, an idea of, like, how big the sky is. Yeah. So when you see something huge up in the sky, you can only assume it's really huge, you know? Yeah. Because when we look at the sky, we're tiny, you know. Mm-hmm. So. We're just little ants. Yeah, I don't know. But that is, I feel like the way she's describing it, it seems like it, the whole sky was, you know. Lit. Okay, where was I? We stopped dead in our tracks. Oh, we stopped dead in our tracks. And without thinking, we booked it to my house, locked the door, and ran to my mom. Ran to my... <laughs> <laughs> mama. Sorry. <laughs> it says ran to my room, but for some reason, I said mama. <laughs> Do you miss your mom? I think so. <laughs> Ran to my room and hid. We didn't speak for like 20 minutes. We were so scared. And that was the last time we considered ourselves on the same page or equal to aliens. 
I wouldn't even believe this happened to me if I didn't have someone who experienced it with me. Damn. Have you seen have you seen any lights or like any orbs or anything? Not around here, but in Oka, yeah, I've seen one. It was definitely triangular shaped. People always see triangles in the sky and that's so creepy. Like, mm-hmm. is that a I feel like it, all of this can be explained though, like it could have been a drone, but but I I don't know. Drones weren't that big when I saw this. Yeah. And when would you see that? I saw it maybe like 11 years ago. Oh. In, driving in Oka, maybe 10 years ago, 12, I it, don't know. Yeah, technology 10. was a lot different back then. Yeah. But um, I've seen, uh, me and Chanel were driving one night in Sinai, and we saw this bright or, or green light, and it flashed and it like stopped and then like just shot out and like disappeared. The hell? I know. See, those types of things are really scary because you like can't... it wasn't a satellite. No, you can't explain like how someone or how an object just like moves erratically and then mm-hmm. just shoots and disappears. Like... Yeah, we literally have no technology or flying aerospace devices that do that. Yeah, that can move while we don't know. Area Fifty One could have all that, you know. Yeah, they do have secret flying things but when they tried to make a saucer there was really no controlling that the way their pilot the way their yeah it was like a jet propulsion or whatever it was just all fans underneath it and it was really hard for the driver to like balance it and actually move it's just not like a credible thing yet yeah oh it's still they're still testing a lot of weird documentaries (laughs) that's good at least someone is aware of these things you know yeah so i think yeah it's hard to explain things up in the sky because you don't know what it is Mm mm-hmm all right, Maddie, I hope you you never <clears throat> see aliens again, but let's move I on mean, to... I know they exist for sure. Oh, they I definitely can't be the only ones out here, you know. I'm a firm believer in aliens more yeah. than uh, ghost entities and stuff like that. But Yeah, you know. I definitely believe her. It was just like the mile radius of light. Yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> Maybe we all saw that then. <laughs> I don't know. What was I doing? <laughs> okay. Raven. Raven who? Rave. Oh, a rave? Oh, rave. You... <laughs> With my glow sticks. I thought you knew some girl named Raven or oh, something. Oh, no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Your turn. So, my next, my first story for this one is from someone named Carsey. And, yes. So, here we go. Four years ago, me and my friend went to my sister's girlfriend's house and hung out after school. This house is located next to a graveyard. Great. Yeah, I used to live next to a graveyard too, but we'll leave that to another time. (laughs) They were always in and out, so we would never know if they were home or not. We knocked at the front door and heard nothing. So we knocked again and again. The third time we heard someone say, who's there, in a real spooky voice. Who's there? We told them who it was, and they repeated themselves, who's there? Who's there? When they repeated, we knew it was so weird. We we knew it was so weird. (laughs) We knew it was weird. (laughs) So we started backing away from the door, and they said, Where are you going? Where are you going? Real loud and paranormal. What do you think she means by real loud and paranormal? (laughs) Where are you going? (laughs) He said in a really ghostly manner. (laughs) Okay. Real loud and paranormal. So we started running. 
We got further and further away from the house and the voice followed us. Ugh. Getting louder and louder. Where are you going? I called my dad crying and had him come pick us up. When my dad picked us up, he said he also heard the yelling and he said he'd never forget it because of how paranormal it sounded. Haunts us to this day. <laughs> okay. So, what happened here? What happened where? I can't like this focus your... on the story when you read. Oh yeah, I know. Now I don't even know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically what happened is they were going over to their friend's parents' house and they were knocking on the door and there was no one home, but they heard this paranormal voice from the other side saying, who's there? <laughs> and the voice, after th- uh, they were running away from the house, followed them. Ew. Yeah. And then I'm g- only assuming real spooky voice. You wonder what it's like. like Loud and paranormal. Ew, Brittany. It's even grosser when you're like up to the mic and saying it. Who's there? <laughs> Where are you going? going? <laughs> exactly. Where are you going? <laughs> so moving on to your story. Um Dakwa. Okay, so my cousin made the scary story page, and even though mine happened in Gunnawagger, here's what happened to me back in nineteen ninety four. I was thirteen years. 13 years old, and I decided to sneak out with my friend Lisa. She was sleeping over and suggested we go visit her friend. He works at the SIG store, and on the other side of the tunnel... Oh, that tunnel in Gunawage? Wait, like, why does this little girl have a friend who works at a SIG store? She's 13. It's a little <laughs> concerning, but all right. <laughs> Imagine all the things you did when you were 13. Yeah. You were smoking SIGs, so... <laughs> Don't see that. <laughs> this is a family podcast. Just we, kidding. No way. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Just calls is... me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, why are you acting brand new? <laughs> okay, but so that tunnel in Gunawage, is yeah. that the one that's the only tunnel there probably? Yeah, that we like did that filming stuff at. Yeah, I can't stand like that tunnel because you have to wait for people to pass and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's like a one-way tunnel, right? Like only one at a time. Yeah, and it's actually like kind of a creepy tunnel, especially at night. Mm-hmm. And if you're walking, it it's pretty long. Yeah. But if you're driving through, it's just like, boop, you're, you're through. Exactly. Okay. Her friend works at the SIG store and on the other side of the tunnel. So she decided to sneak out with her friend Lisa. She was sleeping over and suggested we go visit her friend. He works at the SIG store on the other side of the tunnel. I said, okay, sure. At that time, I was living with my birth mother. She was renting a house on Mortgage Lane. We left the house and headed towards the tunnel we had just gotten there. And both didn't want to walk through it to go to the store because it was so creepy. I wouldn't want to walk through there either. All of a sudden, we see a... All of a sudden, we see a car come around the corner. And it's her sister. We both try to hide. Well, you know how you want to, like, because you're obviously doing something you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. And she's like, all right, we see our sister. We're out of here. But she got caught. We both tried to hide, but her friend got caught and was told to get in the car, so she did. I was hiding in my yard next to the tunnel. I peeked up, and it was clear. I figured, okay, well, I got to make my way back home now. As I got out of the yard and made it on the highway, I peeked in the tunnel, thinking if I just walk there, I can ask her friend to drive me home. But as I stepped in, I saw a very tall man about 10 feet away from me. Mm-mm. He was breathing loud, and every other breath sounded like gurgling. Ew, like he was a mouth breather. 
you know, like, what's he gurgling on? Like every <laughs> other breath. So he was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that was gross. Sorry. <laughs> I st- I stopped in my tracks as soon as we made eye contact. Ew, eye contact. So we saw his eyeballs. She mm. saw his eyeballs. Yeah, they they had a moment. Oh. He made a weird face and smirked as he began walking towards me. Ooh. I you, you know that's danger. You in danger, girl. Uh, yeah, anyone walking towards me is a danger, you know? <laughs> just walk across the street. Yeah, just go on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, as he began walking towards me, I turned, ar- I turned and started running. I got to Kane's corner and looked back quickly, thinking I have to be way ahead by now. But he was not far behind. I kept thinking, I just need to make it to my daughter's house which was at the top of Blind Lady's Hill. Blind Lady, that must be like a really like known place in Ganawagi. Yeah. I have no idea where that is. Me neither. I'll be safe. So I kept running and when I got to her house, I looked back and he was just coming up the hill by the old Mohawk jewelers next to JR's. He's like constantly behind her. Mm-hmm. It seems like she's running and he's like Michael Myers, like just behind her. Where it looks like he's walking slow, but really he's like moving 100 miles an hour. Yeah, like <laughs> as soon as she looks away, he just starts booking, booking it. it. <laughs> and then she turns around and <laughs> she's like... <laughs> With his gurgling and heavy mouth breathing. <laughs> okay, wh- where am I? <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't want him to see me going to my dudas. So I gave it my all and ran as fast as I could down Kirby Road. When I was at the end of the road by Irving's, I looked and he was just coming around the corner. I knew I had a far enough distance that he would not know what house I went into, so I picked up speed and ran in my house. I got in quickly and quietly. I didn't turn on any lights. I just went right to my room and jumped in my bed. My heart was pounding. I was so scared, I was just trying to figure out who or what that was. I grabbed my blanket and bundled myself and started to feel safe. And all I hear is banging on the side of my house. Oh, hell no. scratching on my window. Mm-mm. I was so scared because the way I was laying, the window was right above, facing toward me. No. Oh, my God. That's like my nightmare. Like, you ever have a dream where you're hiding from something? Yeah, And you pick, time. like, the worst place to hide, and mm-hmm. you just pray that they're not seeing you? You're like, oh, um, this isn't really hiding spot. Why am I here? <laughs> you look around for weapons. Like, what do I have? <laughs> you just, like, look around, and you're, like, in broad, open space. Mm-hmm. After what seemed to be maybe five or ten minutes, five or ten minutes, it stopped. I thought, okay, whatever it is can't come in, and it's gone now, but how did they know where I lived or where my room was? I was so confused. I finally got the courage to get up as I was going to run upstairs and sleep in my room up there because I didn't want to stay in the basement that night. As soon as I opened my eyes, the banging started again. Like, it's like really haunting her. It's like really bothering her. Why wouldn't it leave her alone? Why did it choose her? I don't know. Whoever this person is. Well, she was out at night. Easy prey. She was alone. Oh, yep. He saw that all go down, probably. Her friend getting picked up. Mm -hmm. Knew she was alone. Ew, what a creep. Okay. Bad man. I looked, and it was him again, kneeling at my window, tapping and pointing at me with that creepy smile. what the f***, dude? Go on home. I started to cry. I just sat there, holding my medicine bag as tightly as I could. Isn't that sad? At least she had a medicine bag. Honestly, like, a medicine bag during something like that would be, like, my only safe, like, feeling, my security blanket, you know? Like, that is... And when you're in those scary moments, you can't yell for help or anything like that. Like, you're just, like, (laughs) trying not to breathe hard. And pretending (laughs) you don't To give away where you are, yeah. He sat there staring at me and braided his long gray hair. 
Then he smacked the window and stood up and put his black hat on and walked away. Like he was pissed that he wasn't getting his way. Like, whatever, I give up on you now. I just think just that idea of, like, seeing him braid his gray hair, probably with his creepy fingers. And then he's, like, watching her and then just, like, bam, you know, like, just hits the glass window. And just but it's like a basement, so he's kneeling down, oh, braiding just, his yeah, hair, being a, staring at her, tapping the window. He probably looks like a creature. Ugh. Anyways, he smacked the window and stood up and put his black hat on and walked away. I jumped up and ran so fast up the stairs and jumped in bed, put on headphones full blast so I wouldn't hear anything, and hid under the blankets until I finally fell asleep. Needless to say, I never ever snuck out again. As an adult, I'd let someone know where I was going. I feel like he knew I snuck out and he was going to take me if he caught me. Years later, I finally had the courage to speak about it, so I told my Duda. She said that was a top hat man. <laughs> How does Duda know about top hat man? See, that that's the creepiest part of this, is that she ends <clears throat> it on saying, oh yeah, that's the top hat man. We Do you d- think her Duda had an experience with top hat man? Of course she did. She Or just uh, heard stories. And... Well, the fact that there's t- tons of stories that she's just like, oh yeah, that's top hat man. No big deal. He's just a big creep. We all know about him. Ugh. I think that's the scariest part. You think it's like this one-time incident where someone is stalking you, but it turns out he does this all the time. And, like, what would have happened if he actually got to her? Like, that's fucking terrifying. I need to know more about Top Hat Man. I know. I like Maybe we'll stories. find more stories. Yeah. I'm hoping, like, anyone from Ganawage hear about that or mm-hmm. anyone here... Like what? What up? Yeah, please let please let us know. Well, that was a doozy. It's probably just your local creep, you know. Ugh, local creep. I don't know. Okay. Just stay safe out there, everybody. Mine is from going to Honda. When me and my husband moved into our, fr- it's weird for me saying me and my husband. <laughs> but it's not me. It's Why? Okay. Cause you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When me and my husband moved into our first rental home, the family would tell us about a big black figure that would hang around the house. I would listen to the stories, but I wouldn't let it get to me. (laughs) I'm just nodding. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. don't let it get to you, girl. This is until my oldest was two years old. One night, I was in the bathroom beside her room. Bedroom. Oh. (laughs) I was beside my mom. (laughs) In the bathroom. (laughs) Okay. One night, I was in my bedroom beside her room. Her father was at the table in the kitchen and at the other end of the house. We were all in separate rooms doing our own thing. All of a sudden, I hear my daughter walk out of her room at the top of the stairs. We had a split level. When you open the door, you either went to the basement or upstairs. My daughter stood at the top of the stairs and yelled, Desadawiyat! What's that mean? It means come in. I know what that means, just... Putting it for the record. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry, I gave you those eyes and said it means come in, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> and then she would go back into her room. She did this a few times, and finally, me and my husband went to her room and asked her, "Who do you keep telling to come in?" Because it was the norm at our house for friends and family to just come in without knocking. So we thought it was weird. She kept saying, "Come in." So she starts to tell us, "The tall, dark shadow man keeps coming to my window and looking at." Nope. Hold on. <laughs> That's gross. Nope. <laughs> and she's two. How the fuck is she talking like this? <laughs> Do two-year-olds talk? <laughs> yeah. Un- unfortunately. Oh. Okay. Okay. So she starts telling us, 
the tall, dark shadow man keeps coming to my window, looking in and telling me to let him in. So I go and say, Deza Dawiya, but he won't come in. Girl. Why you don't do that, little girl? Mind you, her bedroom is on the top floor, so the figure had to be over eight or nine feet tall to look into her window. So there's, like, no way for him to just, like... Levitate? There wasn't, like, a porch outside her window or anything. It's probably just, like, straight drop. Yeah. Oh. That nasty. That's creepy. All right. I felt a chill go through my whole body, and her father went outside to go check it out. He didn't see any tracks or anything disturbed around the house. The next day, his father came over and salted around the property and told us to make sure to cover the windows at night. When you see other people react that way to something, like how her grandfather is putting down salt, Mm -hmm. that is scary to me. Like, I would be, wait, should I be worried about something if you're laying down salt? Yeah. Grandpa? (laughs) It's either ghosts or the snakes. (laughs) Snakes. (laughs) Keep them out. Wait, do you keep, do you, do snakes not like salt? Or is that snails? (laughs) Yeah, slugs, they shrivel up and die. (laughs) Keep the slugs out. <laughs> How about slugs? Yeah. All right, ready for this next one? I'm ready as hell. I kind of like these short ones that are like short and sweet, but kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is by Jesse. My father and I were driving east on 37 and coming up the hill. I said, oh my God, I smell flowers. He snapped his neck and looked at me fiercely and said, don't say that, pointing in my face. I said, I do. He says, shut the f- up. Just about poking my eye out spitting telling me we break the hill and see lights my dad looks over at me with a raised eyebrow me i'm like what my dad says jesse shut up almost under his breath we get closer and it was a car accident oh shit that night we lost a family member what wow i don't under but flowers yeah i actually i actually just um, posted a status about that that if you smell like is that bad omen here like if you smell flowers then that means that something that because it seems like the way this is written that her father already knew that there's like some type of omen like that yeah and it scared him he probably had experienced someone smelling flowers before and then being like really scared like what i think i might have heard something like that like i'm like mm, smells like flowers in here yeah and then someone's like mm, no don't say that and I'm <laughs> shut like, up but it, that's what I smell um when I was younger um uh, my mom would tell me that like I would act funny or tell her like mommy I don't feel good or something you know like mm-hmm. and then she said in that same day where I would have this weird feeling that someone had passed away like in the community oh. and she's like she's she's super superstitious super hella superstitious <laughs> hella stitious <laughs> Hella stitious. <laughs> but um <laughs> But I'm like now I'm like, that's ridiculous, mom. And then just to know that like that's what her thought process was, like if my daughter's saying these weird things, then something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. And this seems like Jesse's father feels the same way. And I had asked on Facebook and people said that yeah, they've heard that smelling flowers usually means a funeral because flowers you bring that to a funeral you know Mm. wow so that's 
that is a spooky <clears throat> story for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of things with spirits and smells. Yeah, it's all about the senses, you know? Mm-hmm. Next story. Here's a story from someone named Noel. Or Noel. Noel? No. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Okay. Noel. I was babysitting at my Uncle Jay's and the kids were all sleeping. So I went to bed. I'm sound asleep and all of a sudden I jump up and look and one of the kids are standing there. Just staring at me, not saying a word. <laughs> That's gross. I know. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Smack them. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Babysitters shouldn't smack children. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, just standing there, like, in shock, I don't know, or sleepwalking. I look down at his hand, and he's holding a knife. A butter knife. <laughs> I'm like, Waylon, Waylon, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? I grab the knife and he says, all my toys came on by themselves. <laughs> you like <What>? that? <laughs> yeah, it creeped me out. Good job. Thanks. And like snapped out of it, took off, went back to bed. Hmm. <laughs> you like how I read? Yeah. A couple of years later. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> A couple of years later, the same thing happened. I wake up. I wake up. I wake up. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Put on a little mirror. <laughs> okay. I wake up and Stanley was just standing there staring over me. He must have been maybe six years old, not talking, just like frozen. I don't know. It was weird. He snapped out of it and went back to bed. And here's a couple comments. Did you, did you want to read? Please tell me the, the comments. Me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to read one? Yeah. Oh, okay, because it's just funny, this story. <laughs> it just sounds like he, you're maybe sleepwalking. Mm. It's, the kids are weird. Anyways, yeah. Waylon commented, I remember this, and it was because I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, someone was standing over your body, and when I got the knife and came back, there was no one there. Uh, what? Yeah, like, so it wasn't him standing there the whole time. And then the second comment says, is from Jay. And it says, oh, yeah, I remember that, too. I asked you why you were going to kill her with a butter knife, and you said you were protecting her. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's like protecting her from the person he saw standing over her. Oh, Waylon is the guy. Yes. Because he goes... From the story, yeah. He's holding a knife, and then go, Waylon, Waylon, you okay? And then Waylon says, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> Went to the bathroom, and when I came back... I don't understand. So was he the one that was... With a butter knife. This is such a strange story. <laughs> I get it. I think, I don't know. So what happened, do you think? So the whole time, like, okay, it pretty much starts with Waylon. Mm -hmm. So Waylon gets up in the middle of the night, goes to the bathroom, is walking back to his room, but sees someone standing over the babysitter, Noel. So he goes to grab a butter knife. Oh! <gasps> And then he goes in there to protect her. But when he's in there, there's no one in there now. And now it's him standing there. And this is when <gasps> she wakes up to him standing there with a butter knife. Oh. Yes. So when she says, when she's sound asleep, she jumps up and looks at one of the kids standing there. So that's the Waylon. figure yeah. that they saw. Then no. Waylon comes in. No, it was Waylon the whole time. 
that she her story is Waylon. Oh, what the But hell? he comes in with a plot <laughs> twist saying that he saw someone standing there, so he went to go grab a butter knife to go protect her, stab this person, whoever's watching his babysitter, like, now my babysitter saying not today. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Why did she get up? <laughs> <laughs> she probably felt him breathing with his mouth. There's no one here. Isn't that so strange? that Where'd that person go? I'm trying to stab him with a butter knife. She stays asleep when ghost in room, I sleep. <laughs> but when brother with butter knife or friend with <laughs> butter knife is in room, I freak out. Like, why didn't she wake up when the ghost was standing over her? I don't know. That's so crazy. I don't wake up when a ghost stands over me. <gasps> That's so spooky. Now I'm always going to think about that. Yep. Be careful, girl. Well, those were some weird stories. Yeah, I like these kind of stories because a lot of them are just... I feel like a lot of them could be normal, like just normal happenings. Mm -hmm. But because our brains are like so crazy, we just come up with these crazy conclusions like... That's a that's a crazy story right there. There's a lot of rational explanations out there and that can easily be debunked, but sometimes there's not. And that's the shit I like to hear and see evidence of. I like hearing the stories because yeah. they're cool, but I also love evidence. Yeah, anything really. And it's kind of hard to just be like constantly ready with your camera or a voice recorder. When when a ghost thing is happening. So I get why there's not a lot of evidence out there. Luckily, we have phones and we can just whip them out whenever we need to. Yep. But I like stories like that because it's just creepy. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. But the way I'm glad you had to explain it to me because yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah, we're going to have to keep that in there for other listeners who mm-hmm. may have been confused like a little bitney. Yeah, I'll keep that in there. Yeah. Um. Oh yes, check out our new website. Mm-hmm. Uh, www. www. Oh, there's three. <laughs> three w dots. <laughs> ggtsitsi mm-hmm. And there you can check out some uh literature regarding some of the stuff that we are talking about on our podcast. You can find pictures, stories. Just Anything a bunch that of, goes with our episodes, really. Yeah, exactly. Or any extra bonus content. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're going to find on there. Yeah, and... Yeah, that's also where you can submit your stories to us so that we can read them here. Exactly. And we would love your stories if it's, like, just for us. Because right now we're just getting stuff from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So keep on a lookout for future episodes. We really like this format, and we hope you do, too. And if you have any positive feedback, please hit us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> or constructive criticism. We yeah. we also accept that, too. Um, any way to make this show better. Yes. For you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think that about wraps it up. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to the GG Podcast with Bernie Bonaparte. And Gahanda Bucks Perkins. See you next week. Bye. Onagi. Oh, no,